Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Bosco. I'm Zach here. And uh, we're talking about this fucking dumbass movie, Caligula. <laughs> the film Caligula, released in 1979, directed by Tinto Bros and Bob Guccione. S- someone look up their hard drives. It stars <laughs> Malcolm McDowell and... Uh, uh, who's that lady in the movie? Oh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, yeah. And um, the film takes place in uh, ancient Rome, and it centers on the titular character of Caligula, the uh, ancient Roman emperor, Caesar Caligula. Um, so... It's an interesting film. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all we're all dancing around the subject because uh, spoiler a alert: production, there's a, a lot of fucking in it. One there's of the producers of... on this film is Penthouse. Penthouse of also Penthouse magazine. Yeah, when you said that right before we watched, I was not surprised. I was not surprised whatsoever. Yeah. Um. Well, I I didn't hate it. it the thing is, is that at a certain point, like you know. Sure, uh, sure, it's, um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, there's sex, okay. But the sex... The movie's pornographic. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's... It's a pornographic film. Yeah, for real. (laughs) It really is. Uh, you know, there's been, there's been movies where they've tried to, like, tried to, like, go, like, a legitimate route, but, like, it's, like, kind of just a porno film at the end of the day. Like, um... There, one movie came to mind. Uh, I forget. The, I mean, I this think isn't a wait, porno. Wait, porno. Wait, hold on. Go no, ahead, no. no. It reminded me of uh, this this director, Vincent Gallo. Um, he directed mm. this movie called Brown Bunny, mm-hmm. and uh, basically, it's just like you know, like a whatever movie. It's you know, but like in the middle of it, like straight up, the actress just performs fellatio, uh, and uh, like it's like legitimate it's like you know what i mean it's not a stunt cock or anything you know and uh it's like it's weird you know it's it's like okay i was just thought i was just watching this regular movie and then, by stunt cock you mean a prosthetic yeah penis? A, a prosthetic penis yes mm-hmm. but um um what i was like i it was weird to like watch that movie because i was like man it's like you know just out of nowhere there's just like a hardcore pornographic scene and it's not like i'm mm-hmm. clutching my pearls or anything you know, we're all adults here. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know, it's just, uh, it, it's in line with, like, the 70 exploitation films that I have seen. It, 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 it I, I definitely think it's an exploitation film, for sure. Okay. Um, well, before, before we get into that, um, just to talk about the movie a little bit, um, I'll tell you what I liked and what I didn't like. All right, um, I'll, I'll go after you. So, um, it's it's a timepiece film, obviously. Um, it's centered um, in ancient Rome, where there's not a lot of movies from that era, none, other than none whatsoever. Unless you consider Gladiator, but this is on a whole different level of Gladiator. No, this, this takes, is like this is. I think it's before. Gladiator. Oh, it's before Gladiator yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But it takes a very different approach to any timepiece film you might see and um in well, terms of how they present the ancient world uh the modern uh, film and television industry has a way of making the ancient world seem like filled with sex and violence um you can see this in in even modern works like if let's say game of thrones game of thrones sure. got famous on being like oh there's graphic sex scenes in sure, here and yeah. lots of violence caligula is way more heavy in both the violence and the sex yeah but than let's, what let's game be of honest thrones the, is. the violence you know i understand you know i do enjoy practical effects i you know but when you see a movie with i i assume this movie didn't have a, a humongous budget for the time, you know, what I mean, it didn't, uh, you know, what I mean, the it looks, it looks rough. It like, it's like in line with the other cult films I've seen as far as like, you know, like quality. You know, like it's like it's kind of got like kind of a lo-fi vibe to it. Yeah, almost. it is very lo-fi. Yeah, and, it's uh, graphic and it's weirdly lo-fi, which is a weird combo. 
Um, yeah. You know, I'm try. I try to think about what the story that the uh, directors were trying to tell here, and my takeaway from it is Caligula is um, is hungry for power from the get go because. At the start of the film, he's following around his uncle Tiberius. Tiberius is an elderly oh, oh, Caesar. Real quick, sure. how how like how accurate is the movie? It, like in that the retelling I, of his, you life? know that I don't know. Um, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> To yeah. do maybe a little bit of research about that, but, but no, you know, we, we're, we're, we we do the way we do our movie reviews is that we do our first impressions. We mm-hmm. feel like that's our most genuine take, mm-hmm. um, you know, just like fresh off of it. Because yeah. if we did it days after, we would lose the you know the immediate thoughts, which is what happened with Gangs in New York. Yeah, yeah, we yeah but... uh, yeah we we watched it, but I think we also after watching Gangs in New York, we kind of realized he like even Angie was like. Hey, I understand now that. Anyway, beside Agreed. the point. Yeah, yeah. Beside uh, the point. Anyway, so so back to what you'd liked in. So that. okay, I don't know how historically accurate this is, but my main takeaway from what the story was trying to tell us, what it's trying to give us, is this idea of a um, corrupt ruler. Because obviously, Shocker. yeah, we're obviously looking here at a Roman M- Caesar. He's supposed to be the Caesar. And and um, if you know a little bit about Roman history, which I feel like I know enough to speak on this, you know, Caesar wasn't like a like an full-on dictator. He answered to the Senate. The which, Senate, <laughs> which you I'm know. I'm sorry. I just, I just, just, sorry, real quick. Mm-hmm. Just like every time I hear, I heard the Senate in this movie. I think I said the Senate, the Senate, right after. I just, I can't get that. It's an earworm. Anyway, go on. Um, so, you know, the Senate acts as a continual thorn in the side of Caligula. Do it. Um, the movie starts with him basically gaining power in a corrupt way. He kills... I mean, he doesn't kill Tiberius, but he allows the... Well, he kills the guy who kills the guy. The general yeah. who pledges oh, his life. General? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the general of, like, the Roman legion, the Ro- the Praetorian Guard, whatever they're called. Um, he pledges himself to Caligula. That's when he sticks his hand in the flame, and he you know, yeah. stands there with his hand in the flame. Yeah. And then Tiberius is dying... Caligula believes he's dead, goes and retrieves the ring off Tiberius's hand, and Tiberius wakes up, not quite dead yet, demands the ring back. Caligula doesn't want to give it back. He's already assumed the mantle of Caesar, the emperor of Rome, and uh, Macros comes in, the general of the guard. He comes in and having pledged himself to Caligula, murders Tiberius. Um, Caligula takes up the mantle, and then his first... I like that name, Tiberius. One of his first moves as Emperor, as Caesar, is to accuse Macros of the murder of Tiberius, and which I guess he was guilty in. Drama alert. But, yeah, like, <laughs> didn't reveal to the rest of the Roman people that he, you know, was a party to it, and, you know, murders uh, Macros in this odd execution scene, which... Out of a, there's a few scenes. Yeah, dude. No, that this was this. Yeah, in this movie. And wait, one of them wait, is. I want to. I had. I had a name in my mind hmm. for it. It was the murder wall. Yeah, the murder wall. Because yeah. basically, it was like a moving. Wall it was like a moving wall and with like it blades on it. Like it had a like sides. Mower. Yeah, sides that were like circling around. And people, unlike unlike the dildo bike in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that there's, there's, well, it was like a. It was like a. Let's. It's a, it's a vagina licking machine. Oh, I think okay. is what it was. Oh, yeah, okay. it was like the woman. <laughs> see, this yeah. is see, um, this is this is what your taxpayer yeah, dollars are going to. There's a woman like th- that's like what pedaling the wheel of what was, this what was like the, little thing that has like I guess little flappers on it, kind of like yeah. tongues as they go up and down and like lick her. You know, vagina. I also I also thought you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, no, that was. 
But you know, what I was also thinking is I was also thinking of was it Berlusconi, the guy who had the bunga bunga parties, the the uh, prime minister Italian of it, the prime, prime minister, minister of Italy. Yeah, he was like notorious for having like sex parties and stuff like that. Yeah, so he's a throwback. Yeah, and so Caligula <laughs> basically executes anybody in his way, yeah. and then proceeds to have massive sex parties. And towards the end, there he does the same thing, even with the Senate when he gets frustrated with the Senate. He takes all their wives, and that's perhaps the most graphic orgy yeah. scene. Yeah. Is when the wives of the senators are pleasing all of Caligula's man. henchmen. And this, and this is a three-hour movie, mind mm. you. And man, there was a lot of long zooms, <laughs> a lot of long mm. zooms, just and, straight up shots, yeah. pornographic. Scenes. Yeah, for real. Like I, <laughs> like I mean, come on. Like we were like. You said you were. What was what was what you said? You were you were confused and aroused. Yeah, know? something like that. <laughs> it's kind of a confusing film, but and most of the time you feel like you're watching a porno, yeah. right? But then like the story would jump back. The film would jump back to the story, and you're like, oh, okay, this is what's happening. And then right when the story starts flushing itself out, it's back to the pornographic scene, which is going into this movie when I was reading the critic reviews. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was what a lot of critics were frustrated with, was they were like, hey, we're trying to follow the story of this film and Caligula, and it's interesting. It, the, the story is itself a little compelling. The story sure, of yeah. corruption and this guy killing anybody in his way, having massive orgies, but when the story gets good, then all of a sudden it just becomes this like rampant sex scene that kind of distracts you from what's going on. And in that regard, like, I agree with the original critics. Like, I do think that a lot of them were prudish and, you know, perhaps dismiss this film sure, for its yeah. gratuitous use of sex. But, like, I do understand how they're like, yo, I can't follow this movie because <laughs> it's too much. It's too much sex. I can't follow it. I can't, you know, and I was having a hard time following this movie. I had to, as I'm watching it, I had to, like, read along with a plot summary, to be honest, because I was having a hard time mm-hmm. being like, yeah, I was. okay, what's happening here? You, and because the, the sex is distracting. It, and then, yeah, and then it goes to rampant sex, and then it gets kind of blurry, and all of a sudden something else is happening, and you're like, wait, where, where are we? I Last thing I remember was lots of boobs. <laughs> well, someone that me and you have gone at, at, at ad nauseum and talking about, like, we admire as a as a movie critic you know i'd say we'd say it's a, a an inspiration for both of us roger ebert mm-hmm. you know the guy love the, roger he's he's great you know and part of the thing that's great about him is that he's you know he's been proven like right when like there might have been like a hot movie that people loved and he 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 really was a great critic but i was just mm-hmm. like i was looking at what he had written and some man he was going <laughs> Off in the first bit. Let me just let me just read this back. All right. Caligula is sickening, utterly worthful, worthless, and shameful trash. <laughs> That's the first sentence. <laughs> yeah. Tough words. Yeah, you know, uh, people with talent allowed themselves to participate in this Which travesty. Malcolm McDowell does have a lot of talent, and I think he plays the role of Caligula very well. He's played another psycho. Sexual, sex obsessed psycho in Clockwork Orange, and I mean he gives he gives like great in that role. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, I'm gonna be honest. He was like like he was very flamboyant and like, uh, but like it was Caligula's the best part of this movie, and he's one of the only memorable characters. Tons of characters, and really all I can name back to is Tiberius. Um, Macros, the guard you kill at the beginning, and Longinus, because that's a weird name. <laughs> Alright, you know what? I found the most scathing part of this review. Okay, okay. alright. <clears throat> what I'm telling you now, that this film is not only garbage on an artistic level, but that it is also garbage on the crude and base level, where it no do- doubt hopes to find its audience. Caligula is not good art. It is not good cinema. It's not good porn. <laughs> wow. Man, he was criticizing the porn. See? He's the, I mean, he wrote that. Like, you know what I mean? I guess it doesn't hit on any level. I, you know, don't entirely agree. 
I think that there is something to be said about uh, in the film. I think the film what is trying to get at is Caligula's mass corruption and his an overindulgence, and the film tries to place you in in the position of somebody receiving an abundance of indulgence, sure. like the over the it's, you feel stuffed full yeah. to the brim of yeah. fucking the gratuitous porn. of the the graphic sex scenes there's a lot of very violent scenes see the film's gory a guy's penis gets cut off and fed the dogs yeah yeah um, so I there's mean, well, he, a lot of violence a lot of porno, pornographic scenes and um a lot of scenes where Caligula's just, you know, drunk on power, uh, you know, as the expression goes. Like, when he sends the Roman at the, towards the end, when they basically conspire, and they're like, let's kill this guy. When he goes out there at the Roman military, just to, like, kind of shame them, and makes them get all naked, and, like, charge into the water to attack papyrus weeds, saying that's the British, <laughs> and, that, and to attack them, and he's sitting there laughing with his buddy, you know, like, the dude's clearly drunk on power, clearly massively corrupt, and overly indulged in sex and violence, and a lot of that has come to blind him, in a way, and I think that's the main point this film is trying to make, is that mm, an overindulgence of sex and violence poisons the poisons the character so to speak and, okay. and corrupts absolutely but we also we also have to talk with, about the gratuitous sex scenes is that in doing um a little bit of research for this film um you know we uh i found i think you also found this too but that um that penthouse basically added a lot more sex scenes into the movie Right, making it even more gratuitous, right? More, you know, what I mean, even against the director's own wishes, mm -hmm. right? I did not know that. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, and I, I think, you know, I think that's probably one of the most damning parts about this. I mean, even Van, Van, our friend who we were watching this with, sorry, mm -hmm. we just outed him, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but he, he loved it. He loved it. <laughs> he was giggling the whole time. Um. Uh, see, even even uh, Roger Ebert brings this up. He says, uh, "Their scenes have been augmented by additional porn shot later with other people inserted to spice things up." Not the director who removed his credit from the film. Not the writer. What in the world could it mean that this movie was adapted by an original screenplay by Gore Vidal? <laughs> You know, it's it. I don't know. I, I my personal my personal feelings about this is like, I think there's a story in there for sure. Like I think yeah, there's. I, I think the I, movie. Sorry, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I think the movie does itself a disservice with the gratuitous pornographic films, or scenes, and um, in that the message is trying to relay of corruption and, um a ruler losing his mind to indulgence and and you know the elite the, the the world of the elites being corrupted by this indulgence yeah i think the movie loses his message in his gratuity yeah. because all you can focus on post watching it is just like wow that movie was a lot of like yeah a lot a of, lot of <laughs> like full-on like ejaculation pissing on dead bodies mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's you know and i've you know i've dabbled in watching certain disturbing films and and i wouldn't say it was like yeah, disturbing. I wouldn't say it was disturbing no i wouldn't either. say it's disturbing i you know i honestly don't expect anyone listening to watch it i don't think that there's like if a, you're gonna watch it don't watch it with any children around yeah, your family yeah is this maybe an alone in the tub type yeah, movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's three hours. You're gonna prune up in that so, tub. He, so this. you know, we could go off on a tangent talking about corruption and uh, you know the uh, the powers of indulgence and 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 vice. But for what this movie is and how I feel like it does itself a a disservice in in its gratuitousness, I feel like the real question here is the role of sex and violence in film. And, you know, so relating back to what you said originally, and I asked you this while we were watching it, 
Um, but I'll ask you again now. You believe this film is what they would call an exploitation film, correct? Yeah, yeah I think, I think honestly, like, I, you could tell which scenes were added in. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the ones that were, like, long shot, there were long drawing out scenes. All of those gratuitous porn scenes that were shot, I guarantee you those were the ones that were added later. Mm-hmm. So, I, okay, just looking at, like, trying to, like, picture in my mind with those scenes cut out, like, right? Like, just a regular, like, yeah, sure, there's there's gratuitous nudity and, nudity and porn and whatnot. Sure, fine, but I, I think it's definitely an exploitation film, for sure. I just... So I just think, to get the definition yeah. of exploitation film correct, I, I I wanted while I was watching this and I was thinking about this topic, I was like I just want to make sure that I have the idea of an exploitation film uh, correct in my head. Um, so basically, what an exploitation film means is that it exploits some aspect, be it sex, violence, or just shock value, in order to promote itself. Well, so you, it basically uses, you know it's like one that comes to mind is one that we watched not too long ago but uh, New Jack City that was kind mm-hmm. of like an exploitation film but from um, you know the 80s it uses trends right. or, or a topic that it knows will get people stirred up in order to basically exploit modern culture modern society so in you order say, to you're drive saying it's like kind sales. of counterculture no it's not counterculture in that it it, because it's pulling off something that is, I believe, so it's to enforcing be, um, like, mainstream or just it's just shock value. It's just yeah. shock value for the sake of promoting the movie almost. Right. I think I think there's definitely a story in this movie. I think that there's something. If it was like kind of taken a little bit more seriously and. I, I think I think there is there's there is some some good there were some scenes and like I like like I said the murder wall there's like uh, um, the last scene I think the last scene was actually pretty good I I liked that mm-hmm. you know with um, him when he gets when Caligula stabbed, gets yeah, killed and murdered yeah. yeah and that like the blood going he down gets the steps yeah, yeah and there's the marble white steps they pour water on it his so, blood flows down but back the to, ending shot is his bloody face but back dead to, face yeah but back to your point about sex and, and film I mean yeah. it's interesting like if if we you know if we think about just like you know the world we live in right There, especially in the United States the United States is a very puritanical country right in ways, I guess. But in way, in, but in like, our there's modern a lot of, there's, age, a, there's a lot of puritanical values. Well, sex sells, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where this idea of... In terms... In regards to this movie, I guess we can talk exploitation in regards to uh, future movies we, we may watch. But in this film, exploitation means that the exploited act or object is sex. This film was made... In a way that people would talk about it because of the gratuitous, borderline, pornographic... I mean, not even borderline. Not even, it's, yeah. It's pornographic. It's over the line. And that, that I mean, would, the dude gets gets banged by a horse. That they exploit sex in order to sell this movie. Right. You know, so... The idea I'm trying to to get at is how... How... How is it... You know, how what is okay for... Uh, modern films, or not even modern, but films in general. Well, How I, much is sex okay in order to use that as a storytelling device or as a way to promote the film? Well, um, I you know there are like overtly sexual scenes in movies that I do like. Like okay, one that comes to mind, and I was thinking about was um, Requiem for a Dream by Darren Aronofsky. Right in the end there is like kind of like a pornographic scene it's not it's it's not there's not like it's not very descriptive it doesn't show into the detail like this movie but it's a pretty it's a pretty raunchy scene i mean they're literally shouting ass to ass you know mm-hmm. but the the whole movie is i think um i think there's like a good trope in movies that i really like a lot is like the descent the descent into madness that's why like the shining is like one of my favorite movies and mm. You know, I that I, there's something about that that story that just I find very fascinating, but I feel like it's been done a lot better by a lot of other directors, of course. But 
I I I appre- it was an attempt. It was they were attempting to do something. I just don't feel like it was a fully realized vision. But it's in regards to sex and films, like yeah, like in that movie, there that scene is pretty graphic. But like it's it's shown to, to like show the descent of this character, right? Mm-hmm. Like and she, you know, at the end of the day, she ends up having to sell herself because she's been you know taken advantage of by and requiem for a dream and requiem for a dream yeah and so you know i i i honestly i'm oh i'm always a fan of you know whatever your artistic vision is fully realize that if it involves using some, sex as a storytelling device is one thing right did but this I'm just, film I'm just, use its pornographic scenes as a storytelling device or was this purely for the sake of at the time in the late 70s, early 80s, was this purely just for the shock value and to get I, people I, to the theater to watch a film that was pornographic? I think I think for sure this movie was was sold as, like, uh, you know, trying to capitalize off of, like, shock value, for sure, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, I wouldn't even argue against that. That's, like, it's very I mean, apparent. that's why we were encouraged to watch this movie yeah no because van Van brought it up he's like yeah you know it's like not online you can't like even rent it you know there's but there's certain movies like that like um like that one movie before the devil knows you're dead for some reason that movie is like so hard to find online for some reason you Mm -hmm. know what i mean it's uh and it was for a while but you know so like sometimes there's just like available like with copyright law and like shit like that you know sometimes they're unavailable but this was claimed as a very uh, what was on the cover like a very uh, like it was banned and you know it's like a very controversial movie like they're like Van like he said that on the way out it's like oh it's the most controversial movie ever and I'm like that's just a byline dude that's just a selling line mm-hmm. you know but yeah so it, did they they did, did they exploit this is yeah they the did question. they for sure did like, they is for- this movie made to tell the story of uh, corruption and indul- oh, an overindulgence, or was this here to be a bor- a, bor- Look, a pornographic film? I think that I think that um, that there is is definitely a lot. It was very hold on, sorry, cut here. I think there was a very um, you know there was a lot of. Uh, exploitation for sure but i think they did they did use the sex to like as like a plot it's a plot device for sure um but i think there is a story in there i think there is some merit to this movie i don't think this movie is completely without merit i wouldn't say like i wouldn't go as hard as roger ebert but like he would like he was saying in his review like he doesn't he's not like clutching his pearls he's just like this is just it's you know it I can understand for its length as well. If it was a shorter movie, I could see it maybe not being as, um, maybe not liked or, you know, because that, that also plays a factor, you know, length of the movie. If you're going to, I mean, this is an older movie and a lot of older movies there, you know, they tend to be a little bit longer for sure. Um, but, uh, it, you know, for the long time, I can understand there being a, even with people who are okay with it, with there being a burnout, which, you know, weirdly in a way is kind of like reinforcing one of the themes of the movie is that like he became burnt out. I mean, the guy like literally just like escalated with sex, you know what I mean? It's just like, it was just like, oh, whatever's taboo as is like shown to be like, a like, yeah, like it says on the back of it, like it's a descent into madness film. I do, I do think it's that way, but I think that he was already pretty crazy at the beginning. Definitely. Um, well, in, in regards to um, sex and its place in a in in our modern Western media, um, I think what I like about this film, if this film is an exploitation film, I think it's better than most exploitation films I've seen in that I think it forces a little bit of a it forces up to hold us to hold up with the audience that is to hold up a little bit of a mirror to ourselves and be like yo like what are we okay with yeah in, that's, in, that's, in a good, that's a good point that's and, a good point yeah and so 
I think that this form, this film forces us to ask that question, like how far can we go with sex in a in a film in a film that is as supposed to be a you know in theater theatrical release and you oh know God. I cannot imagine for, watching this movie in a theater full of other people <laughs> and watch for a narrative reason and yeah. watch for an artistic reason. I think this film does a good job of holding a mirror to us and being like, is this too far? Is this not enough? And I think that it does a good job of capitalizing on the idea of sex sells in that it just is like, all right, sex sells, like, but really how much does it? And it really pushes that boundary of using sex as a both a plot point and a selling point for the film and it it pushes it into levels that i think most films are afraid to or just would refuse to you know because like really how deep can you go you watch most movies even a sex scene is like a silhouette you know, scene yeah. of people. A, a, a sultry jazz yeah. solo in the background. And, <laughs> and but this one just goes straight up, and it, it you know it depicts penetration. Like there's yeah, yeah. hardcore porn. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's, this in this film, and so I I can definitely I can definitely see like where you're where you're coming from, but like the fact that I know like that they're like, and this is just like across the board. Like this has been done in other movies. Like one for example um, that comes to mind is Louis C.K. directed this movie, uh, Pootie Tang. Mm-hmm. You, you've seen it before. No. No, you haven't? Oh, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. Never it's, heard of it. it's, it's, actually, it's actually, funny enough, uh, kind of an exploitation film in mm-hmm. a certain way. Um, but the interesting about that, about that movie is that basically Louis C.K. was fired and then they edited it. They edited the movie after he was fired. Right? Yeah. So I think... Th- I, I'm not gonna judge the director on this because the fact that there was corporate, there was like some, you know, like the one of the the backers of this movie, Penthouse, one of the producers, they edited out. So I, it's hard for me to be like, okay, this is the the director's full vision because I I, they, it was proven that they tampered with it after. Really? One, they added scene. They added pornographic scenes, like I was saying before. But those scenes were shot by the, no, the original but, but directors. It was, but, no, no, no. But they were saying that there were scenes, more pornographic scenes shot afterwards to splice in between the stuff that was already mm. shot. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Really? And, yeah. And so, and in a way, like, I feel like that kind of like bastardizes the vision of the director, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like. I'm all for, you know, you do whatever you need to do to get the point that you want to get across in your film. You know, a film is a statement, right? You know, a film is like, this is, you know, a lot of work goes into a film. Like, of course, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't want to, like, shit on this movie. I'm not going to because I, I do see that there's, like, some kind of story in there. But, yeah, like I said, like, like you bringing that up like I can definitely get that for sure like holding a mirror up I think that might have been one of the directors yeah I mean it it exploits it's called exploitation because it exploits um something that's popular no in American society which is sex and violence and and this movie's just like America wants sex and violence like here you go here is that to a, the nth degree. Right, know? right. But the the fact that there were scenes added after it it it's kind of hard to to like sort that out. Like I'm trying to in my mind like cut out those scenes and like be like, okay, the, the director's vision, this you know his his movie. But it's it's hard. It's hard because you know fucking a a company got in the way and you know like I said might have bastardized. A, you know the director's original vision mm-hmm. you know because i think that would be an, a very that is a very interesting how long after did they like cut these scenes in i don't know was Here, this like immediately after release or did this movie get released and they're all like oh yo the the porno scenes are stirring up a lot of drama let's add even more in in order to push the conversation about this film 
Because I could see that happening, like that this film was already very pornographic and um, it's released, it's received in a way that people are like, oh my god, like, you know, there's so much sex and like graphic sex in this film and um, like how could anybody want to watch this and, and but then that attracts attention, obviously, especially in America, especially in the Western society, sex sells. And so more and more people are like, let's watch this. And then Penthouse turns around after long after the fact, let's say maybe year two, couple of years. And they're like, yo, just fucking even at it more. You just go f- full out. Like, just put in as much as we can. Of well, that. you know, like, like I was saying before, before, though, like the director removed his name. He didn't want the credit. So with sex and violence. Yeah, I, I think, you know, there there is something there is something to be said about that, though, in America. Um, you know, I mean, think about, in like... In media. In media. I mean, the reason that the FCC had a, a that giant... sex ba- and violence is a main selling point and a main topic of so much Western media. 100%. And, is, you know, and, and what I th- think comes to mind is um, the Super Bowl halftime show where Janet Jackson got her breast revealed on, on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um it was, you know, it basically em- emboldened the FCC to be like, all right, we're, you know, it gave them a bunch more funding after that. And the crackdown on TV, what ha- there was a huge crackdown on, you know, media and film release at, you know, what I mean, after that, like, yeah. especially with live performances, there had to be like a delay in case they, ha- you know, they cut away in case something like that happens. Hmm. You know, so I think it's definitely something. That was just one boob reveal. That was just one <laughs> one titty. Just one titty. This movie had a lot more than one titty. Yeah, I know. And you know, I I think I think I think the point you're bringing up is totally valid. I'm not I'm not even arguing about that. I think I think that you know it is something that we kind of have to like see within ourselves and like you know like kind of like yeah like kind of put a mirror up to it. Be like. But a part of you is kind of like titillated by like sex and violence, and you know, mm-hmm. and you know that's you, what brought us to this movie. Yeah. Is we knew it was a heavily graphic film, yeah, and we were interested in seeing it because of that, yeah, you know, yeah. But um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I I do think that you know we do have to like kind of reconsider like our whole re- because the thing is that's crazy is that gratuitous violence is almost okay though like if you just if you okay like let's just say like the sex was a little bit more vague right it wasn't as graphic in these movies right but it was still present but it just had a bunch of violence it would be completely fine oh yeah it would be completely fine this movie was released with way less sex and the same amount if even more violence yeah it would be completely fine yeah it's a weird it's it's a, it's it's a weird double standard that you know um that like is like kind of upheld by America is like you know like American media American yeah. media um that you know it's okay to have gratuitous violence like you know um like heads like, getting chopped off yeah. disembowelments I mean and you know and think about think about you know how um like one of the things I remember vividly in my mind is when we saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and at the end where it has the very graphic scene the va- very graphic violent scene where you know the culminating scene mm-hmm. the end scene uh there was a pop in the audience it was a pop it elicited a very visceral reaction right and there's something to be said that when you see like extreme violence it 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 titillates almost the same part that also is like extreme sexual you know uh you know extreme sex you know and stuff like that Mm. you know i think that um it's definitely like i i think it's weird you know it's like we're not okay with you know with you know people showing their bodies and all this stuff but we're okay with crazy violence mutilation in the such yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 wild it's you know it's always one of those weird subjects in american media you know where it's like we're okay with seeing i think this was the guy that wrote the Game of Thrones books, Song of Ice and Fire. George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I think he even said something in regards to the original seasons of Game of Thrones where people were like, oh, there's a lot of sex in this. 
and he was get, and the TV show was originally criticized on his use of sex, and he was like, "So we're all all right with seeing the axes go into the heads, but not the penises go into the vaginas." Like, what's up with that? You know, it, it's yeah. it's weird. It's a weird it's a weird value that I feel like kind of shows like kind of how stuck behind bull you know bullshit so called you know family values and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like we, I feel Where like obviously we all know people violence and murder and death is, is a lot more yeah. negative than anything sex related. Right? Yeah, of course, you know, but I think. I think part of us, I think, you know, the thing about being a person is that you have to kind of reckon with your human nature somewhat, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a, there's a lot of instances in human nature where there's, there's extreme violence and stuff like that. And, you know, I think, you know, to, to, you need to know, know thyself. I think that's, you know, maybe a story, uh, a theme you could take from the movie because when you give into your vice, like Caligula, you end up in a, very dark state and that's you know that you know and i'm not saying like vice like sin i'm just saying like giving into like the more carnal nature of being human rather than you know being civilized i mean whenever he was trying to do his job as emperor he was like this is boring like Mm -hmm. when he had to stamp all of the the bills and shit yeah yeah all right so final thoughts on this one all right i'll go first yeah i'll go first um well, where I enjoyed the uniqueness of this movie, because I'll give it that. It's unique. It's not like anything you would see going to the movie theater. Like, there's not a movie I can remember in, seeing in theaters or even it just at any time that is like this movie. Um... So I would give it praise for that in, in that it's just a different film and it forces you to kind of be uncomfortable a lot of times. It forces you to be uncomfortable. It forces you to be like, wait a second, like, is this uh, a movie or am I watching porn? Um, I think that's very uh, different and interesting about the direction of this film, I think that its story that it attempts to tell is also kind of fun in how, um, you know, Caligula's, you know, overindulging in sex and violence and perhaps how that holds a mirror up to modern Western audiences and saying that, hey, or perhaps... Are audiences too indulged in sex and violence? Is this movie easily exploited? Is sex and violence easily exploited? And and uh, a, a tool for for you know indulgence and making profit than it is like just a normal you know human act. I think that's interesting too. Um, but. This storyline that was trying to be told, the storyline of the madness and corruption of Caligula and the madness and corruption of the Roman Senate, I think a lot of that is lost in translation For in sure. this film. And, um, you know, where it's a, it's a fun movie to watch with uh, some buddies to just be like, wow, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty a movie. wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's. N- also a film that just leaves a lot to be wanted. And, um, you know, so out of all the movies we've reviewed so far, this is, you know, I'll just say this has been my least favorite. But also the one where I've seen something in a film where I don't think I would see it anywhere else. Like, I don't... We haven't seen any movie that's quite this graphic, and I doubt... We'll watch one anytime soon. No. That's this graphic. So, I'm like kind of stuck in the middle where I think like it's it's gratuitousness of sex and violence is like exhilarating and unique in a lot of ways and forces us to question how much sex and violence we accept in our media. But I think a lot of the story and a lot of the th- the themes of the film are lost in the sauce of sex <laughs> lost and in the, yeah and trust me there was a lot of fluids so going around i'm gonna like, have to leave this film with like a 
five out of ten at best. So I won't say I hate it, but I would not put this film anywhere near any of my favorite films. I think it has its place in in Western media and Western film in terms of its its sexual content and its value as a controversial film. I don't think it's countercultural. You asked me that earlier. I, I think it's countercultural. No, and maybe I would give a little bit to that. And that I think just like no, very few films would be so bold as to just be like, yeah, this is like porn and a film in one. And I don't see that too often. But, you know, it leaves a lot to be wanted. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give this one a five out of ten. All right, I guess I'll go. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like I've I've said a lot of what how I feel about this. You know, I uh, I do take into consideration the fact that it was tampered with afterwards. I you know the fact that the art the art the artist who originally created this removed their name as long along with the writer removed their name from this movie. You know, I think that says kind of a lot about how and you know and and that's a that's a, honestly a sad thing. I I hate. When when art gets bastardized from some, I like seeing someone's pure vision. You know, even if it's shit. You know, like yeah, you, look, you can watch the room and be like, okay, yeah, uh, this is fo- some fucking bullshit. But like, you're like, at least this, this is Tommy Wiseau's vision. This is, you know, what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I would I would like to see the version that actually didn't have all like. The, the crazy sex scenes where it's like that okay this is over the top you know what I mean um I but it's not like I'm clutching my pearls you know like I you know it's yeah it's it's like you said we're gonna say I was gonna say we watched the uncut version for yeah. the record for the record yeah <laughs> um so uh on on that basis and also yeah the story a lot of times I found myself like who's this guy again like yeah, what's like what's what's going follow. on and and that's it would literally you literally get lost in the sauce yeah so, and, and, and like, Wait, what's happening? I, I think that's that's kind of a bad thing for a movie to yeah. do <laughs> um, you know when when uh, the story gets mired and kind of like the gimmick of mm-hmm. the movie mm-hmm. you know so um with that being said, uh, I I do give it points for like you know like there were some scenes that were very like were interesting like kind of you know um, you know very like stylized and I do kind of like the lo-fi aspect to it you know what I mean I do like seeing s- stuff that's like kind of rough around the edges so I mean I I do give it points for that but there's a like there's a lot that it's not I just I can't say it's a good movie right there's some good stuff in it there's there's some scenes like I said that are I think are are kind of they're cool like the murder wall scene like legitimately like the the like the prop looked cool like the whole scene looked like it looked like a very like like very interesting you know I mean um also one thing I will say is that I felt like they're like None of like the the every where the scenes were shot like it all felt like there wasn't a variation in the places that they went in this movie. You know, it's always like some like obscure place where there's just a bunch of people are having sex or you know like yeah. oh his personal chambers where there's like oh like you remember like the part where the, like there's the two girls who are like looking through a peephole watching. <laughs> Watching, yeah, there's a lot of the set and a lot of the sex seems to be like, What is up with that? Yeah, yeah, it just seems like it's just there just for the sake of it. Yeah, there's too many face palm moments for me in this movie to say it's a good movie. I'm probably not gonna rewatch it again, to be honest. Um, not that, like I said, I hated it, it's just unless I was getting late and I just wanted to put on something horny enough to get the mood going and <laughs> but not soup not the straight on porno yeah so um i i do kind of want to like i i think that in the future we should kind of like look at movies that are like kind of like there's 50 50 there's a lot of um you know because i think that 
encourages you know interesting discussion for sure i will say i'm sorry to cut no, you no, off no, again i will say i do believe this is an exploitation film it, it's it's an exploitation of sex yeah, yeah yeah no and um so i probably like for creativity points i'll i'll, I'll give it like up to six but then minusing yeah, some of the creativity and unique yeah cr- creativity it's up, there. it's up there for sure it's like you know i'd even maybe say like a seven for that but like with all of this stuff that i have a problem with like the way like even with the directors of original vision the like the 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 plot line to follow in this movie shouldn't be that difficult but for some reason it, it is yeah. and like I said, I think it's the fact that there's just too, there's just too much sex in this goddamn movie. <laughs> so I, I kind of have to minus a decent amount of points off of that. So I'm left at like kind of like a four, honestly, like maybe like a strong four. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like I so I'd say it's like slightly below average the cut that we've seen in terms of the movie yeah yeah so i i think we should we should also say like our rating scale like five is average yeah right and ten's like really good and then like one's bad obviously yeah so you know i mean it's like i think this is a better film than most of the garbage has turned out for sure in our modern day theaters you know um, I guess that's for the viewer to decide. Yeah. But so if you do, if you in do- terms of art films, um, it's it's solid. It's better than a movie you just watch. Just like it's better than a John Wick or a Marvel film. But it's, <laughs> Bob's gonna give me a look. It's it, it it's an art film for sure. But in terms of art films, it falls a little short. Yeah, I, I agree. And I and you know like I I enjoy art film a lot. You know, and I I can appreciate that. But you know, at the end of the day, um, it just didn't really. You know, it just didn't really like. You know, it didn't engulf me. It just kind of was just like it, it was just shock, pure shock value at a certain point. So, yeah, I think um, you know if you do decide to watch this movie, like I said, know that like you know if you, whoever's around you, just know that yeah, you know I mean it's there's gonna be a lot. A lot of sex. Don't watch this with your mom. Yeah, do not. <laughs> do not. Um, the end scene's cool. The ending shot is cool. Yeah. It, you know, there's there's some cool moments. There's definitely some cool moments. But it's there. not enough to put it over, above, like, above average for me. No. So, um, uh, interesting watch, I'll, I'll say that. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I feel, you know... You can you can leave, you, like if you're curious. Watch it if you're having an orgy. Put it on on the yeah, background of your only, next yeah. your next orgy party. Put it on on the background. Yeah. So um, yeah, you freak bitches. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I think Hanga does it for us. This this um. So uh, Caligula. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Sex and violence!